as we were talking off air about how perfectionism is just so toxic and it just makes us go in all types of directions. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be like this, Jane. We're just going to press record and we're going to keep talking, right? Okay, that sounds great. And that sounds very (laughs) anti-perfectionistic. Yes. Jane, go ahead and introduce yourself to my audience. To your audience. Oh, I'm so excited that you have an audience. Yes. <laughs> Ernesto and I have kind of, we've known each other's careers now for, right. gosh, like seven or eight years. years so years, it's really, years. I, I think you and I both celebrate developments in each other's practices and our coaching. Right. And so I'm really excited about this podcast um, yeah. and for you. I'm Jane Carter. Uh, I'm a therapist, uh, but I'm also, I have, a, I have a very private practice in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, it's just one day a week, but um, primarily I'm a small business coach mm. uh, for therapists and other healers and helpers and solopreneurs who want to have more fun and money and freedom in their businesses. Uh, and I, I love to focus on that combination of strategy and mindset uh, that really lets you be you in your practice. I just love what you do for the community because it's so needed, right? And one of the unique things that I, I I believe that you do is that you help people ground themselves in themselves and not get lost in all the hustle and bustle and the comparison and the perfectionism and all of those things. So tell us your journey with that. Oh, yes. I, I'm so glad that you see that <laughs> because I think you and I both got started in the coaching world at a time where in particular, everything online was Mm. just like, you got to 10 exit, you got to crush it. You got to, you know, you can, everything's can be passive income, except that there's no such thing. Um, You know, but it was just like crush it. And I think a lot more people are realizing that they really wanted to come from a place of authenticity Mm -hmm. and from a place of kind of flowing from who they are. So I'll, I'll let me back up. My story is that I, uh, gosh, when was that? It was you know, several years ago, um, 2015 or so, 2016. Um, I was kind of, I started out like kind of buying into that thing of like, oh, mm. here's the formula to create an online business and you just plug it in and then you hustle and then you crush it. Yeah. Um, so I tried to, I mean, I knew I wanted to help private practitioners Um, build their practices because I just found I had learned so much through the coaching I received. uh, And I thought, okay, I'm going to start this huge membership program. It's going to be scaled. It's going to be easy. (laughs) Right. Um, And I completely burnt myself out. Mm -hmm. And I also in the process realized, you know, there's a, there's a whole, it it was very inorganic. It was very much just trying to fit the formula. And so in the kind of crashing and burning of that, I learned so much. And I realized that I I like to talk about the first pancake Mm. metaphor, that it was a first pancake um, because, you know, without that first pancake, you can't, you know, the first one like sucks up all the butter and the griddle and you you have to adjust the temperature. And from the ashes of that first effort that didn't work out well, I, I, I had all these members that I had to pay back and I had no money left. So Mm -hmm. I was like, how about this? How about I'll give you one-on-one coaching instead? 
And thankfully everyone said yes. And in the process of giving people the one-on-one coaching, I realized that that was what I love to do. And that Mm. was so aligned with who I am and how I do this best. So now I have more of a boutique coaching practice where I work with fewer people, but I do individual coaching with everyone I work with. Right. And I love it. I love yeah. It. But, but the main thing is it's aligned with your value system. Exactly. It was, I mean, Ernesto, it's so funny. That's that day that I made the decision to shut down this big association membership I was trying to do. I mean, I was like ugly crying, snot, puffy face. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that very day I had a coaching client who said, can we do a one-on-one session? And I said, absolutely. And little did I know, you know, that that moment was going to be so important for me to realize, oh, this, this is who I am. And this is what I love. Um, So, yeah. So I guess I would throw out there like your failures, your quote unquote failures I I really want people to know they are just sometimes they're tuition and Mm -hmm. sometimes they're just arrows pointing you more towards something that comes more about out of who you really are and what you're really meant to do. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I want to go back to what you mentioned that I think there's an element of this toxic uh, hustle culture. And in one of my podcasts, I actually apologize to my audience for being part of that hustle culture and encouraging the hustle culture. And for those of you who see me on social media, I had to step back right now. For I mean, at the time of this recording, I stepped back from social media to do some reflection. Mm. And Jane, I think what's happening within me and my community, at least my perception of it is because I'm getting to the point of realizing that I have been perpetuating this hustle culture and you have to do all the things to to feel good about yourself, to to be purposeful and meaningful, right? And then it's creating perfectionistic tendencies and overwhelm with those who are watching me. I mean, I notice that people are like, hey, I want to be, I want to uh, goals, you know, goals. Uh, you're buying properties. You have a group practice. You have all of these things. But I have to say, hey, that's my life. And yeah. I can tell you right now, that formula that you were talking about, Jane, that's a farce. Mm-hmm. I think from a perspective of make it, making, making it sound so easy where you plug in the formula of success. Yeah. No, 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 no. Aware of formulas. <laughs> right. Those formulas are not conducive to um, the, the Evan flows, the Evans flows of businesses. Mm-hmm. right? It just not, is not sustainable. I, I think, you know, yes. Sorry. I have like 10 thoughts coming at once. I always do this. Okay. I think formulas make us feel safe. Mm-hmm. And sometimes presenting even a loose formula can be helpful in that it gets someone to go, okay, I'm going to actually take the steps. I feel safe. So, okay, I can take a risk. You know, I have a a coach or a program that's giving me somewhat of a framework and that can be good and that it can be empowering to actually get started, right? Um, But also formulas can be misleading. Mm -hmm. They can become pressure and they, and yeah, they can end up being false where you realize, you know, sometimes it has to be a more intuitive process. That's right. And I think even like in the, I mean, the the private practice coaching world has exploded in the last few years, which is great. Um, But (laughs) there's almost like, 
there's small business hustle culture, and then there's become a bit of a private practice hustle culture where it's almost like sneaky, where everyone's like, yes, be aligned with who you are. But then they're seeing everyone perform on this high level on, on social media and they're going, ah, oh, I must not be aligned. Enough. Exactly. <laughs> feeling enough where it's almost like a sideways secret shame of, oh, I'm Ooh. still not good enough. And, and it's still hustle culture, but it's secret because it's therapy language. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a really good point. I never really thought about that, that side shaming kind of thing, right? If you're not doing A, B, and C, um, because you're not doing A, B, and C, uh, there is that you should be doing A, B, and C to be successful, like I, I am successful. And that is yeah. not right. And there's a lot more, there's a lot more individualism to it. There's a lot more intuition to it. Um, there's a lot more trial and error to it mm -hmm. than a lot of us want to admit. Yeah. And, and it's hard. You know, I love to talk to people about how business can be fun. And when I say fun, I mean, I want it to be you following your bliss. I want it to be work that lights you up. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever types of marketing you're doing or types of work you're doing, I want it to feel purposeful because purpose right. is fun. Fun doesn't mean effortless. <laughs> you know, it's hard. It, yeah. This is a hard process. And I think we have to normalize that there's just a certain amount of, yeah, yeah, business is hard. And you don't just plug in a formula and all is smooth. Sometimes you it, sometimes you start with, okay, well, this didn't work and this didn't work. So your your kind of guardrails get a little more narrow the more and more you try things until you start to go, oh, I'm zeroing in on okay, this is what works for me. And this is what I like. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like, like am, I, am I giving away all the secrets of coaching? Is no one ever going to get coaching again? But again, I think even just having someone to guide you along that process and go, Hey, when you think about doing this type of marketing or this type of structure of your business, how does it feel in your body? That's right. And if people are overriding that, that's worth paying attention to. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. sometimes as coaches, we have to go, Hey, Hey, notice how it feels in your body. Like, does this feel good? Or does this feel cringy? Yeah. Or, or we have to say, Hey, try the thing. And, and you and I both, I think we've had moments where we've tried things where we're like, Ooh, this is a lot harder than I thought it would be, or this isn't right. a fit. And we've needed support to then go, okay, well, so what, what do I take from that? And what do I learn from that? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, if we buy into this idea that um, it's it's a beautiful river going down, you know, uh, and it's flowy and it's nice and, you know, coasting along in your business, right. that is just not real. I mean, re remember, uh, social media is uh, uh, curtailed, right? Curtailed, media. right? And so, um, you know, I, I've been... I've made a commitment to my community mm -hmm. and to myself to talk about, to show the reality. And in this podcast, I've been talking a little bit more about that. Even the first podcast, Jane, I was like, my first quarter sucked. Uh huh. You know, it's, love that you shared that. <laughs> you know, sucked crap. I mean, it was out of control. Because, you know, th there's that reality, right? I don't yeah. want to feel like I am hiding from all of these challenges. In mm -hmm. fact, I am putting out fires almost all over the place right now. And, uh -huh. but I'm still standing. Yeah. And you're being open about it. 
which I love. Oh, okay. I have two, two things I want to comment on with that. Yeah, yeah. So first of all, I just want to share the, the rolling river where everything is just easy and I just did the things and everything's great and I'm oh, making yeah. millions of dollars. Um, my old coach used to call that pie and orgasm syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just do the things and it'll all be pie and orgasm. <laughs> funny. We're in the South. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pie and orgasm syndrome is, it's, it's a problem. It's, it's, it's a lot harder than that, but here's the thing. And I think you're, you're in touch with this is that, yeah, it's hard. There are failures along the way. There are wins along the way. And those are really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's really hard and, yeah. and there are like surges and then there are dips and mm-hmm. it's, you know, you have to learn to ride that wave. But the thing that I see you doing and the thing that I want to encourage people to consider is that this whole process, if we have our ego wrapped up in it, it's a thousand times harder. Oh my gosh. Right. Please do tell more. Well, that is awesome. I felt that in my, as soon as you said that, I felt that in my gut actually. mm -hmm. Oh, for those of you who are listening, please be aware of your somatic um, Mm. uh, reactions to this because my gut just, just turned. I'm glad that lit you up. Um, Okay. So I truly believe our businesses are here to grow us Mm. in the the deepest way possible. They're really meant to grow us into who we're meant to be, to be our better selves, to be our deeper selves. And one of the ways our our businesses will grow us is they will not shield us from how hard things can be. Right. And I think one of the ways our business is here to grow us is to detach us from ego. And an ego, I don't just mean puffing up and, oh, I'm better than everyone. And look, you know, I have this many followers and this many, you know, people buy my retreats and this many people, you know, signing up for my mastermind. Um, but on the flip side of ego is the, am I good enough? Am I good enough? I don't think I'm good enough. What if I'm not good enough? But ego is that thing that's telling you, you know, you're either better than or not enough. Wow. And so doing this work, we have to, I mean, our, our business will keep teaching us and forcing yeah. us, unfortunately, to detach yeah. from ego and to go, yeah, this is hard, but it doesn't define who I am. I love that, Jane. Holy crap. We need to do a whole thing on this one as well, because you're right. Because if your ego is attached to the, your business, whether it's um, whatever business it is, Mm-hmm. If your business is at its height of success, your ego responds and reacts to that. Mm-hmm. You say, wow, I'm great. I'm a good person. I des- I'm deserving I mm-hmm. everything, right? And then when, you're, when your practice or your business is at its low point, then you're like, I suck as a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, no one loves me. I, Oh my gosh, Jane, you're right. Because <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. in my ebbs and flows, uh, when my when my business feels like it's it's not at a point where I want it to be or it's tanking yeah. on some level, I feel like shit. Let me give an example of what this looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna. I think we all stuff. probably have these examples, right? But I'd love right. to hear yours. Right. So I'm gonna give you guys um, uh, some self disclosure here. Ooh, I love this, Jane. Um, <laughs> maybe I should get some coaching from you. Hey, <laughs> oh, good. You can co-coach. You've helped me a lot, so. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> So there was one one point where everyone started to cancel their uh, registration for London, mm. almost all at the same time. Like it was, oh it God. wasn't, it wasn't a lot, but it was just like that. You know, it was just yeah, like yeah, yeah. flow. It just happens, yeah. It just happens because life happens, and yeah. no one deserve, no one owes me an explanation on why. Right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. 
But I remember when I started getting those emails, hey, can 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 I get a refund? Can I uh, can you put it towards another retreat or whatever, or whatever it was, right? I felt like shit. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I made my summits, my businesses, my group practice, an identity of me. And so when it was going slowly down, I was I noticed my my body reacting yeah. to it in a very visceral and intense perspective like i'm my body is not good enough my mm-hmm. ev- my stomach felt it yeah and then the thoughts came like oh my gosh i lost my branding no one loves me anymore everyone's holy crap and then yeah. you know and then all of a sudden on the opposite spectrum people started registering again you know mm-hmm. re-registering and saying hey i want to do this and started registering and then again my emotional response was like, okay, I'm good. I'm a good person. All right. I'm okay. I'm loved. I'm lovable. I'm worthy. (laughs) I'm worthy. Right. And I'm like, now that I'm talking about this out loud, holy crap, Jane, that's right. We need to separate our ego from our, the, 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 the flows of our businesses. Yeah. Yeah. I thank you for being vulnerable. Because I, I mean, so many of us, and I'm sure so many people listening have had those moments of everybody else is doing amazingly and I suck and, and something, you know, I mean, I also talk a lot about how our business will make our old stuff come up, our old Mm -hmm. traumas and triggers and, you know, am I lovable and, um, you know, all that stuff. And it can feel so visceral when it happens. And it happens really quickly because it gets tied into our old stuff. It's not like, you know, we're naming it today and I'm really glad we're naming it. But I think even knowing, oh, and by the way, that happens so like those triggers happen so deeply and quickly. We may not even be able to stop that. Exactly. from happening. <laughs> Like it is a roller coaster, like buckle up, you know, get, get ready to go. Whee! Like you're helpless. It's <laughs> you're, you're helpless yeah. on that boat. Like I promise you, even like right now I'm having one of those high moments of like, I love this work. This is so fun. And I promise you, like if I have a bad coaching session or one of my clients isn't performing like they want to, I will, I'll go into a shame spiral next week, mm. you know? Um, because I'm, I'm, you know, if your heart is in the business, your business will break your heart sometimes. Ooh. Yeah. That needs, that's, that mm-hmm. needs to be a t-shirt chain. It's a writer downer. <laughs> Patent that <laughs> shit. Right there. But, but I, but anyway, all that to say, if you know ahead of time, okay. I, and actually I'm not an IFS uh, trainee, but I love the parts work idea of, okay, mm-hmm. if I can bring in my observer, mm-hmm. right. My observer self and go, okay. This is going to be a roller coaster. Sometimes I'm going to feel like total shit and I'm going to, and all my old stuff is going to come up and I'm going to feel, you know, if things go badly in my business or someone, you know, quits therapy or doesn't want to pay my fee or whatever, I'm going to feel like, what if I'm no good? What if I'm, you know, we, we, we might suddenly be, you know, eight years old on the playground where everyone's making fun of us or, you know, we're having like full on flashbacks, right? Um, if you know that that's going to happen, you can be prepared ahead of time of, okay, what's going to be my process for getting mm-hmm. through that? And and my process is, you know, stage one, just let myself fall apart and have a good mm-hmm. cry. And, you know, if I'm in a shame spiral, it's like, just get under the covers and cry and just be yeah. a mess, you know, practice self-compassion mm-hmm. and then let my nervous system recover. 
and then shift, you know, once I'm doing the self-compassion and tending to my nervous system, then I can get into like bringing in that observer self and going, well, isn't this interesting? I wonder what this, what my business is trying to help me expand with right now. Like, what am I, what's the expansion in this situation? I think if we try to go right there when we're triggered, no way, that's not going to happen. You know, you have some people undo their registration. You're not going to be like, I'm fine. I feel things about that. No, you're like, oh, this sucks. This feels terrible. How can I tend to myself and be kind to myself? But then you can go, okay, what's the expansion in this? You know, what, is there something here that is going to be helpful information for next time? Is it something where I have to learn to detach from ego and go, well, that sucks, but it doesn't define me or my identity or my worthiness. And so, yay, it's just business is sometimes hard. Yeah. Right. Um, it just it just yeah. sucks so hard to take things personal, you know, in your business. Yeah. We just default to personalizing all these and taking it personal when it's not it's not meant to, and people yeah. don't meant meant it to be, yeah. right? It's like, what the freaking crap? Like, why are you taking? I would re- I remember. Um, I had this moment of like, I'm terrible, I'm horrible. And just mm-hmm. like you said, the the shame spiral. And then I woke up late at night. I'm like, what the heck am I doing? Why are you taking it personal? Like, you don't even yeah. know the person. And yeah. they, they even explained in the email, which they didn't have to. They're like, hey, we have a, a we're going through some financial hardships. And, yeah. you know, I have to, you know, uh, um, I, I have to, uh, um, cancel my registration they did an explanation and i still took it personal like ernesto get (laughs) it together well okay but here's the thing i mean again i I, i'm feeling very like let's bring some i'm not a super woo-woo person ernesto but i'm a spiritual person but but i oh i'm pretty i want to bring some flowiness into this like all right even as you're going, oh, get it together, detach from ego. It's not about you. Um, we can, I mean, you know, again, we can bring in that observer self to go, okay, wait a second. This doesn't reflect me. You know, this isn't about me. This isn't not about me. This is, but first of all, let me point out that, especially as therapists, we are bringing a much deeper empathy and sensitivity in right. than other types of business people. So it totally makes sense. Yeah, we're not making widgets here. Mm-hmm. We're doing work that really is meaningful and, and it's very creative. So it comes right. out of our deeper selves. And so it does feel personal right. in that sense. So of course it's going to hit us harder. You know, we haven't spent all this time like getting our MBA and and like building up our thick skin, like a lot mm-hmm. of business, businessy people. Um so of course it hits us in a deeper place. So I know uh, on one hand, I'm saying like, yeah, we've got to get our ego out of it. And on the other hand, I'm saying, and of course we feel everything deeply because we're deep feeling people, but that's such a gift. Right. Yeah. And so even just knowing, all right, this is the situation. Like it's, I'm always going to feel it. Cause I'm a, I'm a deep feeling counselor type. Hmm. And this is a process of me learning to then extract any shame or old stuff wants to come up into it. And this is the process. This is what this looks like. Wow. That, like even me going into a shame spiral and having to learn how to come out of that, of it 
that's part of the, that's what one of the gifts of business, you know, it helps mm. me learn how, okay, well, how do I bring self-compassion or how do I reach out to others in this space who I know can give me compassion? And I'm, I'm going to add you to my list of people I'll call when I'm like, I'm the worst. I suck. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this is why we need other people. Right. 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 Jane. I mean, you just uh, all, all the, it, my brain's firing right now. And, yeah. um, uh, where's your book? Where's your book? <laughs> like, what, what the freak? It's all in here. <laughs> right. But, you know, one of the things that that's coming up for me is this powerful idea of how to then detach, mm-hmm. yet still be healthily attached to your business, right? Yeah. Where is the, what's the balance? Where is the balance? Is there yeah. a balance? Is there yeah. a pivotal point? Um, there's not going to be, I don't, I don't believe there's a perfect balance where you just, okay, I'm going straight ahead. I think it's more of a, like the pendulum is always swinging, but we can at least get the pendulum to, from having these broad, huge, whoa, into a little bit more of a, okay. It's a, it's a little more of a less dramatic swing where we're in a, in a range at least. Um, but you know, you and I, you, you mentioned perfectionism. I really think perfectionism is that like, and I don't mean just seeking excellence. I mean, where it gets to where people are really blocked and they're not mm-hmm. putting their selves or their stuff out there. Um, that that's that, uh, that ego thing, right. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. it's not just, okay, I need to write this blog post. It, and I just, I'm stuck on it. It's like, everyone's going to judge me based on what I put out there. So it's got to be perfect. Right. 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 So, so even detaching from ego, when we start to put things out there, put out our marketing in whatever way, shape or form. Um, I mean, one way we do that is just being aware of it and going, oh, okay, wait a second. I need to stop taking myself so seriously. I'm mm-hmm. not that interesting to let the world stop. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> because I'm scared. Like, ah, fear. Well, is you fear. are pretty interesting, James. Well, thank you. So like, don't minimize you know, that. But I mean, I, I would encourage everyone to kind of go, in my word, like, got it. So, I remember hearing um, Liz Gilbert and Brene Brown talking about creativity, and they were like, Fear's kind of boring. They were like, mm-hmm. who are you to say that you can't put your stuff out there? Like, that's mm-hmm. kind of a boring stance. Like, just do it. Just, just take the risk, right? Like, get over yourself and put your stuff out there. Yeah. And I, I know there are people out there with the flip side of ego who are like, they think they're all that in a bag of chips and they need to maybe restrain it a little bit. But most therapists I know are on the side of like, oh, it's mm-hmm. not good enough. And I'm like, get over yourself and just put it out there and yeah. take the risk. But the other thing that helps, frankly, is volume, like doing things imperfectly and doing them scared repeatedly. And it's almost like exposure therapy or it is exposure therapy. The more you create and the more you do and the more you fail and you realize that you didn't die and that people didn't like point at you and laugh, Mm -hmm. the more you do it, the thicker your, you know, the thicker your skin, but also the more you just go, oh, it's no big deal. Like right. everyone wasn't watching me. You know, it's interesting. I can talk about my big failure now with you. It took me years mm. where I like couldn't even name it or refer. I would just be like, you remember that thing I was doing uh, that didn't work out? You know, <laughs> like I yeah. couldn't, you know what I mean? I, I couldn't tell the story. Yeah. Um, but now you it, made it part of your story so that it's, I know, it's, it's right. Well, I, I, with distance, I was able to see, oh my goodness, if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have gotten right. to here. 
And that, so it was a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just even like volume of creating like, or just, uh, oh, okay, I'm going to back up. Debbie Millman, who's a, an art person, she's a podcaster who talks to creatives. And I think she was quoting the writer, Danny Shapiro, when she said, um, courage matters more than confidence. Confidence comes with repetition. Wow. So courage to take those baby steps and keep showing up and showing up and like do it as much as possible to sort of inoculate yourself against the shame. Um, and, and every time you do something and you realize, okay, I didn't die. In fact, half the things I've put out, maybe even more people liked the courage is the important part being brave over and over again, the repetition of, okay, that went all right. Oh, that actually got me a client. Oh, people responded to that. Or, or again, it wasn't my worst case scenario. The repetition is where the confidence comes from. We cannot wait for the confidence to show up. Wow. This is just so amazing to, uh, I'm, I'm feeling empowered. I'm feeling, um, I, for those of you who are not seeing this on video, I'm actually writing some things down because of me to process for later on today. And, um, you know, for those of you who want to reach out to Jane for coaching sessions, please do so because <laughs> this display of wisdom is something that's going to really help you uh, in, in your business. You know, some of the things that is coming up for me is I think Jane, and I want to encourage you to write something on, you know, detaching your ego from your business and attaching it in the most healthiest way kind of thing. So, you know, um, at the time of this recording, I pretty much completed maybe about 90% of the Notch Typical Psychotherapist book that I've been writing for five freaking years. The reason why I, I have to I finished it was because I hired an editor and the deadline is actually tomorrow. It's wow. tomorrow. And I, they, they, he she gave me a deadline. So deadlines but, are a gift. <laughs> right. So w- what I'm inspired by, um, Jane, I think I want to put a little paragraph about you in there and what you helped me to realize. I mean, you know, I, I know I'm putting you on the spot. Maybe we can talk about this later, but I would like to quote you in the book. Oh, my goodness. I would be honored, Ernesto. <laughs> this is so profound because I never really thought about it and and um, and contemplated and reflected on how my businesses is taking me for a loop emotionally, mm-hmm. psychologically, yeah. and causing me to see my worth in the health or the uh, the health or unhealthiness of my business. Mm. And I yeah, I, I personified that. So for those of you who are listening, freaking A, pick up the damn phone or <laughs> email Jane and get a coaching session. <laughs> I, I Well, I'll do a quick plug. Um, that my website is janecartercoaching.com. Um, and I'm actually going to be launching my next mastermind group in okay. September. And that's the only time I do an actual group. Um, it's mm. a nine-month very involved mastermind. Otherwise I do one-on-one coaching packages. Um, but I, I, a thought that just came to mind, I want to, I want to come back to what you said. I mean, first of all, I'm really glad that this is helpful and I, and I do hope you'll kind of marinate on it and chew on it. Um, I hope that you also celebrate Mm. how much you've done and Mm. how much you've been in the arena, right. To quote 
uh, Theodore Roosevelt and Brene Brown. You know, yeah. You're in the arena. You've done so much, Ernesto. And when I first met you, you were kind of dreaming of having big retreats and now you're doing them. And that's amazing. And so all of these moments of like, oh, I suck. And oh, this is hard. And, and you know, am I good enough? Am I, how do I compare to the people on social media? All of that stuff that you are, you know, you're riding that roller coaster. Look how much you've achieved in the process mm. and how much mm-hmm. fun you've had. Yeah. Because yeah. you're having fun. And I mean, again, it's hard sometimes, but we're having fun. We're doing yeah. it. We're doing it. So yeah. like high five to ourselves, you know, seven or eight years ago when we first met yeah. um, that like, okay, you don't know what's coming <laughs> yeah. yourselves, but here we are and we're having a blast as well as like occasionally crying ourselves to sleep over our business. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, um, one last thought, and I, I thought about for some reason the book is called The Inner Game of Tennis. And I read it a few years ago. And he talked about how, like, when you're playing tennis, if you're like, I've got to improve my forehand, I've got to improve my forehand, you tend to actually grip everything, you tense up your body and you grip it a lot tighter when you're doing the forehand. And that actually creates the problem, Mm. right? There's things where we're like, I've got to fix this about myself. Now we actually, we tense up so much and we put so much focus on it that we actually create the problem. Wow. It's super deep. I highly recommend the book because so much of it, again, it's about detachment and checking into, okay, how does, so back to tennis, how does my body feel when I'm doing the correct form and can I relax into that and trust mm. that, that like, let me just trust that my body knows when I'm in that. Form. Instead of shaming it and judging it, if it's not going in the right direction. Right. Because then we're putting way too much attention right. on it mm-hmm. and we're tightening up. We're like, Oh, it's about, Oh, I got a backhand. Oh, tightening up. Right. Versus can I, if I relax into it and go, can, I'm going to trust myself. Or I'm going to trust that my business wants good things for me. And I'm going to trust that even if this doesn't go well, I may even take a big financial hit. It might be stressful, but I'm not going to die. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm still living the dream here. Yeah. And can I have fun in the process? Even if I'm on that roller coaster going, ah! <laughs> you know? yeah. can I find, can I find some looseness and some fun and trust the process? Yeah. So that's, that's what I want to kind of end on. I think. Thank you so much. I mean, you know, this is not going to be the end of our conversation, Jane. I would love to invite you on again in a future to. podcast for all of you who are listening in. And if you're feeling a sense of you, you are way too enmeshed with your business. Um, Jane and he, Jane and I are here to support you and many other coaches that really go deep into this process. And you're not alone. You're not alone. I, just right now, I'm making maybe I knew about it, maybe not. I don't know, <clears throat> but I'm making a full conscious awareness of it now when it comes up. And I have to tell myself, look, no, your business, wherever it goes and however, how high it goes, how low it goes, does not reflect a sense of who you are, your persona. You are who you are. You are who you are and you, you're bringing such gifts to this. Oh mm. yeah. I've, I've really, I, it's gotta be fun, Ernesto. And, and again, not easy. It's not easy, yeah. but we have to find the fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it, it is a, 
big friggin' roller coaster. <laughs> oh my goodness, for real. Well, Jane, thank you so much for all you do for the community. And um, again, I'm going to expect that book in a few months. <laughs> oh, my little perf- inner perfectionist is already like, right, right. stressed about writing it perfectly. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> exactly. So I will, um, for those of you who are listening, I will have Jane's uh, um, website, uh, email, everything that you need to contact Jane and sign up for uh, her masterclass, uh, mastermind class right in a few months. Well, it's, it's, um, so I have a newsletter list and I have some freebies on my website and that's a good way to start getting to know me, but people can go ahead and sign up for a clarity call, you know, and just, and we can discern whether one-on-one coaching is a good idea, but I also have an interest list for my mastermind that starts in September. Beautiful. So, um, and they'll get first dibs on the mastermind, which is, I'm limiting it to 10 people. So, well, um, send that over to me so I can email I that on my email list and it will go from there. Jane, again, thank you so much. And oh, whew, this is like pleasure. a therapy session for me. <laughs> well, you and I always have good conversations. Right. Exactly. So I, I, I knew this would be fun. And, and side note, uh, I had a bunch of possible prepared topics with my folders ready to go. And I love that you and I were like, let's just see what this takes us. Yeah. Just let it flow. Because again, your business wants good things for you. Mm-hmm. It wants good things for you. And if you trust it, it's going right. to flow. So That's right. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for all of this insight. Again, everyone, you're listening to the Notch Typical Psychotherapist podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.